Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, this is Tales from the Veg Patch, and I'm Kathy Slack. Now, this week's episode is all about silence. No, the irony of a podcast on silence is not lost on me either, but nonetheless, silence. Specifically, silence in nature, which of course isn't silence at all, but more on that later. You see, I went on a three-day silent meditation retreat, I know, the other week at Sharpham Trust near Totnes, where the focus is on the restorative powers of connecting with nature, right up my street. And boy, do they have some nature. The stately home of Sharpham House, built slightly awkwardly in the 18th century by a sort of establishment-approved gentleman pirate, sits on a hill overlooking the Dart River, which weaves and winds and oxbows its way through the estate farm, Capability Brown-esque grounds, wetlands and newly rewilded woodlands. It's basically wall-to-wall nature. And there's a veg patch. At this point, I'd usually remind you before I started the episode to rate and review the podcast. But honestly, I'm slightly hesitant to do that this time because, and take this as a warning, I think I've gone full hippie since my retreat. And some of the things I discovered on the retreat are still a bit ill-formed and could possibly be considered a touch woo-woo. So be gentle. And if you're a cynic or a compulsive eye-roller, then you have my sympathies, and this one's probably not for you. Right, leave your shoes at the door, please, folks. The Cacophony of Silence The metal gate is straight out of central casting. Picture-perfect secret garden material. Battered, rusty, not quite on its hinges thanks to the climbing wild clematis that's slowly conquering it. Fully in character, the gate creaks as I open it. Not a little squeak. This is no Amdram gate, this is a pro and probably practices this performance daily. It's a proper cartoon, full-volume, haunted house creak, oozing mystery and drama such as would make Gielgud proud. 
Ordinarily, I'd be delighted that such textbook gothic charm should announce my arrival into a walled kitchen garden, but today I cringe because I am on, and stay with me, a silent retreat. So this creak is the loudest thing I've heard all day, and that probably also goes for the 20 other people hidden around the estate whose peace I have just shattered. I wince my way into the garden, the whole melodrama having been repeated as per the sign instructing me to please close the gate, and instantly all is forgotten. I am transported. Rows of green beans, tangled and riotous, stretch before me. Battalions of kale trunks are tucked neatly under butterfly netting. A sweet shop of colours make up the cup flower beds, yellow fennel flowers lolling against a teepee of sweet peas as Alcamilla mollusk quietly takes over underneath. Everywhere I look is dripping with pumpkins, courgettes, beetroot, peas, leaves of every colour, and weaving through it all are nasturtions, calendula, borage, left to run wild like naughty, gleeful children. In the distance, against the long brick wall that borders the garden, I can see a vast lean-to glass house struggling to contain a jungle of tomatoes, aubergines, cucumbers. It is heaven, sheer, exuberant, effortless abundance. I think I might cry at the beauty and joy of it all. Taking my shoes off, the better to enjoy the grass paths that mark out the beds, I pad my way to a bench at the end of the dahlia beds. This, by the way, is the sort of thing that happens to you on a three-day silent retreat at Sharpham Trust Country Estate, which is where I am. I've only been here a few hours and already I'm barefoot. Who knows what other social mores I'll have cast off by day three. The bench gives me a perfect view of this glorious kitchen garden and a hint of the menu for my next few days, since virtually all the food here comes from this kitchen garden or from the creamery down the road that Sharpham also runs. The cheese is, unsurprisingly, absolutely cracking. From my bench, I can see just how much is packed into this space. I am bowled over by the productivity. It is much bigger, more tightly packed and far better run than my little patch. But I feel at home amongst the vegetables. So I decide to stay for a bit. In fact, I do not move for two hours. Two hours! Can you imagine it? Just sitting for two hours. Have you ever actually done that? No, me neither. Not until now. Nothing to do, nothing to achieve, nothing to think about. No phone, book, pen, human to distract. Just nature. At first, I think the only sound I hear is the vegetables rustling in the warm breeze and I am grateful for such quiet company. But gradually, I realise that this space is anything but silent. Blackbirds jab at the soil, flicking it aside in their pursuit of worms. Something unidentified ferrets about in the undergrowth, rustling as it goes. 
A squirrel, claws clattering on the bricks, scuttles along the wall of the kitchen garden with cheeks stuffed full of contraband. Then, and I swear this is true, despite how implausibly idyllic it sounds, a rush of wings to my right, and a robin comes to rest and enjoy the view with me for a moment before flitting off towards the herb garden. This is not solitude, and nor is it silent. I can hear wildlife, plants, weather, all of nature. It is a cacophony. Over the next three days, I come to realise that when we are silent and remove all the other noises of human life, phones, chat, people, the million decisions that we have to make every day that provide a constant chatter in our mind, when you remove all of these things, the sound of nature comes to the fore and her noises seemed heightened, more intricate, full Dolby surround sound. For me, this turns out to be very restorative. It makes me feel connected with nature, but most of all, it is loud enough to drown out the din of daily life. With this natural soundtrack in my head, there is no room for other thoughts, worries, conjecture, to-do lists, ponderances about what I should, ought, must have achieved by now. But the silence of nature doesn't simply distract from the chatter in one's head. It reframes it for me, too. It's as if the rustle of the trees, the whoosh of the swallows, the gentle munching of the cows in the field, the ferreting of the mouse amongst the leaves, are joining together and nature is shouting, Here I am! This is the world! This is real life! This is what you find when you put down all that gadgetry and made-up stuff you humans hem yourselves in with and look up instead. This is what's real. I realise I'm edging dangerously close to coming over all hippie woo-woo now, or worse, sounding like I'm on thought for the day. But I defy anyone not to be moved by the beauty of Sharper Estate not to feel more aware of, more part of nature by the end of their stay. I find surrounding myself with nature hugely helpful in managing melancholy. I've said this in previous episodes before, but connecting with nature, for me, reveals the grand scheme of things and reminds me that most of the stuff I worry about isn't really very important at all. Plus, and this bit's even more liberating, that most of the stuff is actually all made up anyway. Measures of success, social expectations, it's all constructed. What's real is this nature around us. Now, here is the part where I really cross over into hippiedom. Good God, woman, you did that five minutes ago, I hear you say. Well, sorry, there's more. When you surround yourself with nature in this very particular silent way, giving yourself days to just absorb it and sit with it, you realise that you are part of nature too. I know this sounds obvious, but you'd be surprised how often I forget it. You are just a creature. 
same as that fat little squirrel on the wall, same as that other retreat guest over there, or that sheep on the hillside, or that heron by the river. We're all just beings. And all we're doing is just, well, being. That's it. That's all there is to do. Just be. Everything else is a fiction. And do you know, if that's what comes from sitting silently in a garden for three days, then I'm all for it. Sometimes it's good to get a bit eccentric. Admittedly, it wasn't solely the veg patch that's responsible. There are other parts to the retreat too. Guided meditation, movement meditation, a swimming pool, woodland walks, outrageously delicious food. Plus, plenty of free time to enjoy the beautiful gardens. And perhaps other people enjoyed the time it gave them to plan their to-do list or read their book. Books aren't banned, I just wanted to go all in or just enjoy some respite. But for me, what made the whole trip uniquely helpful and restorative, and if I'm honest, quite a game changer, in a way that a purely meditation retreat might not have been, was the sheer amount of nature to envelop yourself in. Some wild, some cultivated, some farmed, some left to nature. All of it abundant, nurturing, embracing, real and heart-stoppingly beautiful and just so darn alive. And... I now realise, not silent at all. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.